Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. This is Rabbi Aaron Alexander again teaching a daily duff differently for the Jcast Network. Uh, today we'll be looking at a very, very short piece from page 59, following up on yesterday's Mishnah about the disagreement between the Tanakama, the first line of the Mishnah and the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer as to whether or not a Kohen Gadol moves around the altar on the inside of the Heichal or uh, stands in one place. And we talked about, or I talked about, uh, disagreement uh, on such important issues uh, as atonement for the Jewish people, but uh, the Gemara brings an interesting quick note into this conversation, and one that at least took me by surprise. It reads on page 59a, Tanya, Amar Rabbi Yishmael, Rabbi Yishmael taught, Shnei Kohanim Gedolim Nishtairu B'Mikdash Rishon. There were two uh, Kohanim who were still alive uh, from the days of the first temple. When this Ritual was in fact enacted still. Zeomer biyadi hikafti, one of them, one of the two high priests says, with my hand I circled the altar, like Rabbi Eliezer's position. Vizeomer biraglai hikafti, and the other one says, no, I went around it in a circle. I approached each corner with my feet. We now have uh, personified but in actuality, the disagreement that the Mishnah uh, talks about, and and this is in fact uh, quite unique. Uh, uh, In one moment, it goes from an academic debate as to what happened uh, to a first-hand account of what did I do when I was was serving in this capacity. Zenoten ta'amli dvarav, zenoten ta'amli dvarav. Each one of these priests was able to justify the reason for their difference in practice. Zenotain Tamli Devarab, the first said, Saviv de Mizbeach Pnimi, Saviv de Mizbeach When the term for move around the altar is used, it should be exactly as it is done with the outer altar. And for the outer altar, there, uh, the disagreement doesn't exist in the same way, and one, in fact, had to move around it with one's feet. So if you're going to do it that way for the outer altar, consistency will say, because the word saviv, to circle, is the same, that it ought to be done in exactly the same way with one's feet. And this one, the other one, gives a different reason. Kule Mizbeach Pnimi Bimkom Chada Keren Dechitzon Kai. The entire altar on the inside uh, is the size of just one corner of the altar on the outside, which is to say the two altars are different sizes. And so 
it may be necessary to do the blood sprinkling around the corners of the altar by walking when the altar is quite large. That's the outer altar. But when one moves inside and sees the situation differently, is presented with different facts, a different physical reality, the practice should change to reflect that physical reality. Um, two things I want to quickly point out about this second level of disagreement on our Mishnah. The first is that once in a while there are first-hand accounts of how things were done. We should not dismiss them so easily. We ought to seek them out. I, I can think of a number of examples in which we perceive uh, the reality to have been a certain way historically um, and uh, live with those perceptions even without looking at historical sources, first-hand sources. And yes, one's account of their own history uh, isn't necessarily the objective history itself, but it is one of the many pieces that allow us to understand history in a more palpable way. Who have we, uh, who haven't we spoken to about an important issue in our lives to get their first-hand account of the story such that we could understand them, our relationship to the world, differently? It's the first um, striking question that uh, jumps out at me from this passage. The second is, again, uh, an, uh, figurative uh, like when we first looked at the Mishnah, which is to say, according to the first high priest, um, the situation doesn't necessarily change the practice. The practice um, uh, uh, needs to be done the same way regardless of the circumstances. So it doesn't matter how big the altar is. Um, if outside the altar I need to walk around it, for the sake of consistency in practice, I need to do the same on the inside. And this, I think, is probably an important concept when it comes to continuity. Things change at a very rapid pace in our world. If each time the, the reality changes, we change the practice, it won't take long. There won't be many generations before the current practice is no longer recognizable from its foundation. On the other hand, if we are afraid, if, it, if fear for the lack of continuity prevents us from ever letting circumstances push us forward, changing circumstances push us forward, then we still will, in our current practice, look divorced from its original reality, which is to say, if everything around us is different, but what we do stays exactly the same, that is no more drastic than never changing at all. Something has to give, one way or the other. Uh, and so probably the, the truth is, is someplace in between when it comes to looking at this short passage. Figuratively, I leave uh, the examples in your lives up to you. Cultive. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.